everybody this is a mix of three questions and epic no. book review no, don't do it don't do it don't <laughs> Epic book I knew it. I knew it. I so knew you were going to do it. I said, I said, don't put the lasers. Just don't do the lasers. God, don't do the lasers. Uh, you mean the uh, air horn? Yeah. <laughs> Epic, Epic book review is my favorite theme music ever. <laughs> hey, I have my buddy Joe Sanfilippo here, and we've been talking. And Joe, and you know what? Like a little, a little shout out to Joe. Because <laughs> he loves it. You got, I know you. So look at this. You don't even know how to use your podcaster. It's like I know it's sitting back there. You see it? <laughs> That's good. All right. So, hey, Joe's on the podcast today. We're going to do a little talk about. I'm so proud that we published this Impress Books. Uh, Joe, uh, his book, his lead from where you are. And it's been out for a little while, but it is making a huge impact on the world. And so, Joe, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for taking time out of your day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And thanks for the opportunity. The book has been, um, the response has been humbling to say the least. So I'm, I'm just really proud of it. Yeah. And man, you know, like I, we talked about this book for a while, right? Let's be honest. We talked about it for a while, right? And it, I think, <laughs> I think, you know, um, I'm a big believer uh, in timing. And I, I know you had that, you've had that really powerful message. People really have resonated with it. But I think that right now, especially, a lot of people sharing what's happening in education and we, you know, not always positive to be honest with you. And I think it just kind of came at the right time. And so I'm, I'm really appreciative of it. So I'm going to ask you three questions on this, but I got to share a story before we get into this. I actually remember this one time and I want to publicly thank you. And I, I actually did a little video on this. I was having a really crappy day. I was kind of being attacked on social media about something to be honest with you. I didn't even do. And I was like really frustrated. And you actually gave me advice that you said your wife, uh, gave to you, and we all know this, and you'll acknowledge this. She's way smarter than you, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, well, not way even close. Like, there's like so many things <laughs> she's better than you, obviously. She's <laughs> absolutely, you know, and I know that you, um, she's had such an impact on you and uh, your thinking and the work that you do mm -hmm. in education, too. And you told me, she said to you, do not take criticism from someone you went to advice from. And I swear to God, I'm on this plane and just like, just yeah. like seconds and it just changed everything for me. And I, I remember that. And so like, do you remember when you got that advice from her? Like, is there a time? Because I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, there's certain moments and I, I'm sure you have this too. There's certain moments in your life where one person says one thing and it just, mm -hmm. every, it just clicks like in a way that things don't click. And that mm -hmm. was like a moment for me. And I, and I'm just want to say how much I appreciated that for me. Do you remember when you got that advice from her? Like, what was that? Yeah. I'm going on I like, why did you why did you bring that up then well it was interesting it, what's interesting to me is it it it's almost it's not even the advice sometimes it's like when it happens like it, it yeah. happened with you on a plane when you were getting attacked it happened with me when i was getting some heat for a decision that we made at school and yeah. i think when when you're in that spot you have to remember why you make the decisions that you make and sometimes it, that puts it in perspective. And I think, I, I don't mind the original quote from, was from Dabo Sweeney or that yeah. where she had seen it. And the, um, and I just, it resonated with me because we had just been talking about something. And then when I was telling her about the situation and she brought that quote in, it's almost the exact same scenario that I yeah. had with you that she had with me. And I'm thinking, you know, that, that gives it a different perspective because I wouldn't take advice from these people yet. I right. spend so much time in the criticism of how I could have helped right. them 
or made it different when I should have just been like, I'm sorry. Like I, I, there's no way that I was going to get to the place that you are right now. And yeah, so I think that it was, it was definitely after a school decision that I'd made earlier in, uh, in the superintendency, to be honest. And that, that's actually, you know, I think both of you, uh, both you and I truly believe this. It's not that the people giving the criticism are not worthy of, of listening to, but just maybe not in my life. Cause I've never heard anything good from them. I've never yeah. seen them advocate for me. And sometimes people criticize simply for the point of, they want to tear down. And I'm okay. sure that other aspects of their lives, other people yeah. in their lives, their criti their criticism is very valued because of how they're treated. Right. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a, a teacher going into a classroom, never building rapport, never talking to kids. And then all of a sudden crapping on those kids, but then going home and, you know, their family feels loved, things like that you know, it'd be different in different situations. So, you know, mm -hmm. that, that relationship, that rapport really, really matters. And I think that's why, you know, we want to talk about your book. And since we're talking about your book, <laughs> you got to play the music. I understand that. Yeah. It's, it's an yeah, epic. Yeah, book. Absolutely. Okay. Good. So do you know, do you know why actually I got to, I'll tell this little side story. Do you know why okay. I, I played th that music and why I just find it so funny? Do you remember? Right. And you can see the picture behind me. You remember when the Raptors won the championship? It's like you remember because they beat the Bucks. And yes, I remember that's right. That's the, right. Actually, they beat the Bucks. How many games was it? It wasn't five. Yeah, it wasn't no, seven. They beat the no, Bucks in six. Yeah, so it was like five. that's where did that is that where that's saying the, the irony. Yeah, we were just waiting. We just <laughs> wait. We wanted to make sure that it gave us an extra year to get our stuff together. That's what, right. and it was a better year. I mean, the the next year was like it was the, it was a better environmental year. Hey, listen, like we're I love not. I love the Bucks. You know I love. I know, them. I know I'm, you I'm do. Out of time. So you're, you're so actually that, that song that that song the, the day after the Raptors won, there's a uh, there's a show. It's like it's called Tim and Sid. It's a Canadian show. Yeah. They played that song for 30 minutes, and he gave commentary. <laughs> And he would just like the song would be over. I think it's like ten minutes long, the whole song, and then it would just you start it over and over again. And I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm gonna send you that video after because I was like, yeah, I'll probably please watch play, it. Please play it. So after that, it just stuck with me. All right, so leave from where you are. Link down below. Make sure you pick it up. It is yeah. you know people love this, and it, it's uh, I think one of the most important elements, and maybe and this is the the part one a. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hear the term lead. And they think it's this is an administrator book, and it's totally not that. So, who is this book written for? I think it's written for anybody that's looking to just empower others. Honestly, with leadership, it, for me, it's be, it's it's being able to build capacity. And and there were this book was you know it's funny when you get these projects that when you're stuck, like it unsticks mm -hmm. you. And you know, we had yeah. been talking about this book for literally for years, and I had been doing. You know, I, I didn't want to write, but I kept doing all these videos, all of these one minute walk to work videos, just talking about how we lead from different places. If it's the classroom or if it's the playground, if it's the court, if it's yeah. the field, if it's the whatever the case may be, it's the district office. And I kept talking about how we lead in different capacities. And I love doing those. And I love that the response yeah. that we were getting from people on those. And all we did was take those and just kind of keep, you know, put them into a deeper dive. And it made me feel awesome because I would, I would honestly, I'd show up in at, at school at five o'clock in the morning, just ready to write about the things that I believed in, in those videos. It just gave me purpose. And every time when I would come to, to school and start writing, I would find more purpose, not only in that moment, but when I walked out into school, I found 
more purpose in walking through mm -hmm. school because it focused me on on what I was doing, which then made me feel like if that was doing it for me and I was writing it, man, I'm right. really hoping that it'll do something that that same thing for people when they read it as well. Yeah. And I was going to actually ask you like what inspired you to write this. And obviously, you know, the stories from your school, right. Seeing the yeah. stuff that you do um, every single day. And I, I've been a, a huge proponent for years for, for blogging, but more open reflection. And I think a lot of times when people look at blogging, they, they think just about writing. Whereas I see it as much more holistic. You can do video in there. You can do different things. It's kind of just a one-stop shop of all my thoughts. And when you're kind of talking about that, I, I don't, I, and maybe I'm wrong. You tell me if I'm wrong on this. There's no way that book's happening if you don't do those one minute reflections, right? Those, those walk to work reflections. And like, how is that so crucial to your process? Because, you know, I, I have my answer on like why that's helped me write, kind of expand on my mm -hmm. thoughts. But like, how did that help you? Because people just see the little snippets, but they, mm -hmm. those snippets added up over time led to this incredible book. Yeah. Well, I think the two, two ways, two, two reasons. And the mm -hmm. first was that it was a bunch of stuff that I screwed up. And I didn't want anybody else to screw up the stuff that I screwed up. All right. That yeah. was the, that was the, that was one of the things, but the second thing, and probably the most important thing for me is that every one of those walks is authentic. It's always mm -hmm. something that happened. It wasn't me being philosophical. It was just, this is what happened. Here's how I can help you. This is kind of what you could do tomorrow to make sure that things right. feel a little bit better for you and find some purpose in the work. And that's really, that was it. I mean, honestly, I felt like if we could get people to a place or help people to a place that A, they know their value, but B, they can help themselves create some momentum for themselves and for the people that they serve. Now, all of a sudden, now you can get some momentum along the way. So I think that's kind of it, the authenticity of what it was, was a huge, was probably the biggest piece. But the second thing is, you know, I screwed up a bunch of stuff. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not perfect. And the willingness to put myself out there and say, you know what? I treated this person poorly. That's what I did. And I've, yeah. and I, I, I tried to say, I was sorry, but guess what? It didn't help. <laughs> you know, I, and yeah. I lost that person in terms of having them as an advocate in school. And so don't do that. <laughs> like right. figure out a, way, a different way to do it. And, and hopefully uh, along the way we've, we've helped people kind of uh, think about things a little differently. Well, the authenticity, I think it really, really matters. And mm -hmm. like you are currently your superintendent and you, you yep. just, uh, you know, you just resigned and, and I know that they're in very good hands with the new superintendent coming out. Uh, but one of the things that I really, I know, and it's kind of weird cause I think people kind of appreciate the opposite. I appreciate how informal and relaxed those videos are because it, it kind of gives, I don't know, permission, but it makes people more, feel more comfortable, make them themselves. Cause I've seen a lot of superintendents, they got like soft lighting yeah. and they got, <laughs> you know, it's like, they got a production crew doing this stuff. And then they're like, you need to do this in your class. And you're like, I don't have, yeah. I don't have a team. So mm -hmm. that's, that's not happening. Right. Uh, one person, I'm going to give a little shout out here. <laughs> say a shout out. So do you know, so do you know the subbing superintendent? I don't know no. her name. Look her up after this. Okay. She's on TikTok. She's a superintendent in Texas. I honestly do not even know her name because she just says, she's like, hey, the subbing superintendent here. And I don't know how that name, I don't know if she's subbed in for a superintendent. I know she's a current superintendent, but she's okay. just like chilling and telling stories and talking about what's happening. And so mm -hmm. many people resonate with that. I think it shows, you know, people in a much more authentic way. And the, the I think when you're kind of going through that process, I guarantee you, that you thought about the stories you're going to tell. You didn't yeah. just like turn on the camera and just start talking. You you thought about this. 
one of my favorite quotes ever is from uh, Clive Thompson. He says, anyone can win, win an argument inside their head. When they face an audience, they have to be truly convincing. Mm -hmm. So actually like kind of going through that process, thinking about what you're going to say, putting it out there, knowing anyone in the world can see it actually made you think about it more and makes you like kind of refine it, which, you know, lends of itself uh, to a book, which I thought is really, really powerful. So let's get back to the book. Okay. So people read this book, you're a teacher in the classroom, uh, you're a custodian, because it is, it's not just for teaching okay. staff, right? And I think mm -hmm. that's one of the things that really resonate with me. Um, what do you hope the impact is after someone reads that book? Mm -hmm. uh, I hope a couple things. And, and it kind of comes back to, to this. So I was asked uh, a couple of years ago, one of my staff members, uh, we were talking at the beginning of the year and and uh, she had been with us for a number of years. Like I, I've been here, this is my 13th year in the district. And it was probably like year six, maybe in the district. And she asked me, um, so what's your vision for us, you know, over the course of the next couple of years, what's your, what's your vision? Like, and I said to her, I said, well, it's not mine. It'll never be mine. It's ours. Right. And here's how we're going to build it together. I said, but I, I will tell you what my hope is. I do have a hope for you. And my hope is that you feel the way that I feel when I talk about you. Because mm -hmm. if you feel the way that I feel when I talk about you, you're going to walk into school every day knowing the value that you have. And that's where the book is, George. Honestly, yeah. I hope that when people read the stories, they see themselves in the stories. They see themselves as the teacher in the room. They see themselves as the you know as a custodian, or they see their custodian, or they see their you know their playground attendant, or they see their bus driver, or they see their uh, assistant, their teacher's aide, or they see their kids, or, they, or their principal, or whatever. You know, they see right. someone in their world. They see it. In that in that in that text and my hope is when they do that then they can help other people feel seen and heard and noticed and valued and everything that goes along with why people leave schools to begin with if we can help people feel good about the work that they do it makes it easier to come back the next day when all if, if the only thing that they see is the mess and they don't find any joy in the mess right then they start to wonder why they do what they do but if you can take these stories and see the people in your world in these stories and how we've helped build momentum for these people you yeah. can do the same thing in your school regardless of position yeah you know like i'm trying to say this in a way that doesn't seem like a negative or an insult because i do the exact same thing the there's a simplicity in your stories that probably tons of people see themselves in it right yeah. whereas you know, it's an incredible story that someone stuck on a mountain for 127 arms and cut their arm off. Yeah. But I, I'm, not, not, I'm not climbing that mountain. <laughs> it's an incredible story, but I, like, I'm not even getting on the mountain in the first place. You know I mean? So do, do you know what I mean? It's like the kind 100%, of every, I do. everyday story. And I think it is, there's something really powerful about that because it, it shows how in our commonalities in our simple lives that we can do great things every day yeah. that we don't have to get on mountains to prove something but you know just showing up in our classrooms every single day doing the work that we do is is pretty powerful in itself and i think that that is a, a really uh meaningful thing that you share and i like i don't i didn't know how to say that where it doesn't you said it, you, george you said it perfectly because right. that's exactly what i wanted out of it i it if and we talk about this a lot when yeah. we go to 
spaces and we talk to groups yeah. and they walk out going, you know what? If that guy was here, everything would be different. We, we haven't done our job as speaker in that right. space, right? You have to, right. we have to be able to empower the people that are there because guess what? We're leaving. And if we haven't yeah. done anything to help them get better yeah. in what they do and we've taken off, we've done a disservice to the people in that audience. And it's the same thing here. The stories are authentic. But they're so it, they're simplistic in in that they are everyday things that maybe it's just a different way to look at something that yes. happens to you every day. Yeah, that that's and I, I agree with that because I I always say like if you if I walk out of here and you need me to fix your problem, you haven't seen how you're the solution, right? Like right. you don't see that part of it too. And it's really I'm not here to I'm not here to give you solutions to your problems. I'm here to share some ideas you are the solution you have to figure that out because you know your context better than i ever could right so i think that's mm -hmm. a really important thing now this is a question i want to ask you because people ask me and i hate it so i'm going to see how you do <laughs> uh so the book's written and there's yeah. a there's like there's a finality in a book right if you yeah. if you do a video and it doesn't resonate in a way that you hope it resonated you could just ignore it move on to the next exactly. one you can delete it even if you wanted yep. to. <laughs> yep. But there's once a book is a book is like it's almost like a tablet, right? Like right. Might, you know, a hundred years from now we might talk to them like they're tablets, like the same yeah. thing. So you know that there is a finality to it. So everything you've learned after writing the book, going through the process, what is something you could go back and say like, hey, I would like to maybe change this. Here's something I would I'd love to add. Is there maybe a story, maybe a lesson, mm -hmm. something that you think would you know, and benefit. And this is like a little bonus for people who read the book. And here's the little bonus part of it too. Hmm. I, I would have, I, I probably would have found more stories that are similar, but in different parts of, of the country or wherever, where people are doing the work. So we could have like our story and at the same time, somebody else could, you know, kind of resonate with them in terms of what that is. I mean, just to get some more examples of it. But the one thing that I probably would have done more is I would have spent more time on that whole mentality of recognize great work of colleagues, acknowledge great work of colleagues and extend great work of colleagues because of all the things that are in the book, of all the things that we do here without hesitation that has made the biggest impact on this, on the culture of this building is, are you willing to recognize the greatness of a colleague, acknowledge to that colleague that they did something great, which a lot of people do. They have those one-on-one -on -one conversations, but then it ends there. But when you extend the conversation to somebody who doesn't get a chance to see the great things that are happening behind closed doors, and you tell that person about the great things happening, what inevitably happens is the person that you talk to will find the person that's doing great things right. and tell the person that they heard about them because at some point somebody did it for them. And, mm -hmm. I, and I would have just like, if I could impress upon people how big that has been and everywhere I go and talk to people, that's the one thing I keep coming back to. Are you willing? to extend great conversations about your colleagues, right? Because if you're willing right. to, now all of a sudden you create this mentality where it's okay to share great stuff, which is a big, you know, we both know this is a big mm. issue in school. They're afraid yeah. to say something because they're afraid of the response. But if the entire building is focused on recognizing it, acknowledging it, but then extending it, now all of a sudden you've put yourself in a situation where it doesn't feel like it's an anomaly. It just feels like how we do work. And that changes the way that everybody interacts. 
And that, that to me, I think one of the biggest lessons I learned, you know, over the last few years is that it's always better to share a compliment and gratitude with someone too early rather than too late. Yeah. Right. And we, we do this and I, this, I know this is going to get really personal for me right now. So Mm -hmm. actually yesterday was the 10th anniversary of my dad passing away. And one of the things I'm so proud is that my last conversation with my dad, which he died suddenly, like it was not, we didn't expect him to pass away or anything like that. The last thing I said to my dad was, I love you. And that's the last thing he said to me. And that was the last time we talked. And I'm so grateful that was the last thing that we said. And so I I think, you know, here's a really great opportunity. Anyone who's listening or watching this on YouTube, I would love to hear, you know, shout out someone in the comments down below. Talk about someone because when you share it there, um, you're more likely to share it with them too. Because there's so many great things that are happening. Um, cause you know, and that gives Joe a great opportunity to read your comments and see some of the other stories, because I'm sure there's a, there's a, I'm sure there's a sequel in the works coming yeah. out. Right? Cause I think, you know, there's a great opportunity to talk about some of those things, but, um, it, it's been awesome. And Joe, I, I've, I've loved watching you kind of, uh, grow over the years and I, you know, uh, just kind of seeing all the stuff and I know you're making such an impact and I love that. So Thank the you. book I can must say was, is epic. <laughs> You knew I was working up to the sound. I know, I know, man. I know it's good. That shot—I can't believe that shot went down. I can't Just so you know, but you know, it's amazing. Remember, I when I first got this thing, you were my first podcast, and I just started messing with you immediately. The whole time. Yeah, there's, 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 there's like, like eight like, buttons, Joe. There's eight buttons. I got eight sounds. I got eight sounds. I can just put these eight sounds. Look at these. Listen, Check he, this out. This is what Joe said. This is the stupidest thing ever. And look what's behind. Bam. I <laughs> went right after. Cause it was amazing. Hey, man. Hey, last thoughts for everybody out there before we, we sign off here. Uh, I, I, just, I can't, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank everybody that's, that's bought the book that leaned into the book that has learned from the book and that has said something. We talk about recognizing, acknowledging, and extending. When you extend to me that it's had an impact on what you do, it makes me feel like, man, we got to get more stuff out there to make sure that people can see the great things because there are amazing things happening all over the place, but nobody's willing to talk about them. And until we get to that place, we're going to be stuck in a, in a, in a rut. So how can we help each other out? And I just want to say thank you because the whole year has been, um, it's just humbling to say the least. So thank you to everybody who's uh, leaned into it and, um, and, and, and been part of the, the, the journey along the way. So that's about and, it. Hey. Everyone, check out the book down below. It is in uh, the links, so you can pick up your copy. And here's the last thing I'll say, and this Joe is such a good example of this. Everything's infectious, whether it's positive or negative, right? Mm-hmm. If you find yourself in a negative spiral, you can get out of it by connecting with people like Joe, connecting with people like the people in Joe's school, p- connecting with people that we often share about as well, because... I think that becomes positive as well. And it's not ignoring there's issues in the world. It's not pretending right. it don't exist. It's actually being the solution. And I think that's right. what you do so well. So everyone, thanks for listening, Joe. Thanks for taking time on a day and, and ignoring that phone call. Like we all noticed that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Have a wonderful day, everyone. All right. Take have a great day. Everyone.